0: I'm nervous.
1: Why are you nervous?
0: I just got butterflies. From what? Because.
1: Because? five years. It's what?
0: Five years. Of what? Five freaking years!
1: <laughs> yeah, why, why would you be nervous after five years of doing a podcast?
0: This is insane. We're so old.
1: All right, to kick off the five-year anniversary edition of Woo! the My Day Friday podcast, my name is Anthony. I'm
0: Carla Marie.
1: And this is something that was uh, done for us by our good friend. Ronnie Bald Freak, formerly of Elvis Duran and The Morning Show.
0: Kilimanjaro and the savannah plains of East Africa is the start of our adventure and journey to search for the legendary My Day Friday Black Mumbas. Here you'll find some of the world's most fearsome reptiles. Here we have the Anthony Anaconda. Have a look at the size of this blowout, boo. He's in the muck over there, which puts him in a potentially aggressive category.
1: I think he's looking for a man. <laughs> this is the ancient Egyptian Carla Marie Cobra. They are notoriously aggressive, very toxic
0: venom. This snake is grumpy. Might have something to do with all the game animals around it that just passed through. Another thing about the Carla Marie Cobra, I bit me. Welcome to the jungle, bitch!
1: I love that thing. It makes me so amped. It does. And here we go. What? What? Okay, so it is the Monday, Friday podcast. I am Anthony. I am Carla Marie. And it is five years. We started this thing April 11th. Yeah. 2014
0: yeah if you this is your first episode boy do we got a story for you
1: so we are now hosting our own morning show here in seattle it is the Carla and anthony show we've got other people that work with us it's, it's, crazy. it's insane and it all started right here with this very podcast the my day friday podcast it
0: really is like and it's almost as crazy to think it's only been five years when you really think about everything that's happened because feels like 30 yeah but the pot <laughs> i i was posting a picture of myself to instagram just now which i haven't posted yet but it'll be up and i looked at my face and i was like man my skin's starting to look a little old a little,
1: a little weathered a <laughs> little
0: weathered because it's just so much and i'm like well what do i do now
1: no it is and you know what this is our <laughs> our break in the week this is where we don't have to worry about scheduling things or staying you know In one direction or even staying on topic, we can kind of flow in and out of whatever we want to do. Uh, And that's why we enjoy it so much. That's why we've been doing it for five years, even though so much else has happened since we launched it.
0: And it's crazy because we talked about this um, at one point recently. But the first episode of My Day Friday, we're like, yeah, we're doing this because the weekend's about fun, going out, drinking, partying. Yeah. Yeah." And then we kind of said it's funny how we've grown. Like, yeah, that's what it was at first. But... When you do get more responsibilities, listen, the weekend is still fun. It's for you, but it's different things. For us, maybe now it's hiking, and that can change, and it's cool to see how we've evolved.
1: Well, I knew you were going to say that, Carla Marie, because okay. we did post the the first podcast recently, and we did talk a lot about drinking. So I decided, <laughs> uh, and I think this this is your partner, right, your client or whatever, sponsor, Soundcraft, Soundcraft seltzer. seltzer. So they, we had some of these seltzer, alcoholic seltzers in our fridge in the office. So I say we crack them open.
0: Low-carb, low-calorie, low-sugar and naturally gluten-free
1: hold on there we go there's mine open cheers carla marie cheers oh we actually have to reach across i'm very nervous there's equipment it's bad
0: luck if we don't okay hold on oh. ow
1: i'm shocked okay, okay. we toasted drinking ah, <laughs> uh so what do you want to talk about carla I mean, this is the monday friday podcast
0: uh we did get a text was it tim listening from arizona this morning yes who called himself an eph And And every every podcast podcast homie. So we call the people who listen to our morning show EMHs, Every Morning Homies. They check in every morning and blah, blah, blah. So Tim referred to himself as an EPH. And I was like, that's awesome. Because between the two of us, I've got my podcast. Anthony's got a podcast. We've got our show podcast. We've got all the podcasts. We've got this podcast. So I thought that was pretty cool of Tim to check in.
1: Yeah. And, uh, you know, he also asked a question. He said, we've been working together for five years. Uh, we well, working
0: together for nine years. Nine
1: years. But we've been doing the podcast together for five years, obviously working very closely with one another. Have we ever gotten into a big blowout fight where we didn't talk to each other?
0: And you were like, yeah. And I was like, I don't know.
1: No, I said we've definitely gotten into big fights. I just don't know if we've ever not. We, it's impossible not to talk to each other.
0: Right. We, I, because of this job, we're forced to talk to each yeah. other. So it kind of makes you get you're like get out of whatever argument you have because you have to be yeah, funny on the air. deal with you have, it and you right. move on. But before the podcast and I messaged this to Tim today, I said before the podcast when we were just friends, there was a point a few months where we hated each other and we didn't talk to each other. No,
1: you say that. But it was never
0: I, hated I never you. I never hated I Carlin hated Wright. you.
1: Um <laughs> but yeah, there was a time where there was like a little division, there was some like chatter back and forth behind the scenes. We just with didn't some coworkers. get along. Uh, we didn't
0: see eye-to-eye eye on how behind-the-scenes things at Elvis Dern in the morning show should be executed. Yeah,
1: and there, were, there was a little division there.
0: I would say I came to my senses in that situation. Yeah,
1: I was. Here's the thing.
0: Well, you, you're not, a little sloppy in the way you want to do things, and I didn't. Like, I was trying to now. Look where we are now, how we do things. If you would have just let me handle things then, though. Handle what? You're just, like, sloppy and a boy, and you don't know how to do things. Like, now I got things organized, and we're
1: good. What do you have organized, Carla? Let me tell actually,
0: me. you know what? I'm I'm actually lying exactly. out of my butthole because right now.
1: <laughs> when we have our so, I'll I'll peel the curtains back a little bit to some of the behind the scenes radio stuff. We have a weekly schedule of like what dirty little secrets we're playing and <laughs> what topics we're gonna try to hit if we can get to them. Who made that? Uh, Who made the sheet? <laughs> I did. Excuse me. You
0: made the sheet, but I I also have sheets.
1: <laughs> okay. So who made that one that I'm just I'm talking about? You did. Okay. Yeah, we yeah. also have a uh, grid that's now been going on for almost four years. I don't like the grid. Of every dirty little secret oh, that, that we've that we've played and when we played it and Here's how thing. many times we've played it. Who made that and who updates it? You do. Okay. Uh, secondly, <laughs> oh, so today's a great example. We do this Friday morning dance party now on our on our morning <laughs> show, and what I'll do is I'll go through all the text messages. What?
0: that spreadsheet
1: you um, made the spreadsheet but i go through the, the messages and i i try to if we missed a song during a show I'm i'll doing save that it as we speak but who edits them and make sure they're like ready to go on the air
0: that's you i don't edit audio okay. for the show i can I, I told you i can
1: who made the this is a long list the grid that we use every day to keep us on schedule Well, that who made would be that? you and
0: i hate that grid and i've told you i don't like the way it came out did you make one i'm gonna fix yours and <laughs> color code it because i like color coding
1: but this is what i'm trying to say what what Things am I sloppy with that I don't take care of? What uh, details do I well, overlook?
0: I was talking to our boss yesterday about you. And Which one, Rich?
1: Okay, I want to know.
0: And oh God, why did it come up about you being a hot mess? How am I a hot mess? Oh shoot! It was something you forgot to do or haven't done. And he was like, "What would my end- taxes?
1: Does oh, I have to do that today?"
0: It was. Maybe it was that you've been locked out of your bank account, but that's not your fault. It was something. And he goes, God, what would that guy do if he had a real job?
1: I'd probably be even better at it.
0: I was like, yeah, I can't picture him like going to work and like dress pants and a button down and sitting at a desk. And he was like, well, what job would you have to me, yeah. Carla Marie, if it, if you had a real job? And I was like, I'd do social media or write for a magazine. I wouldn't function either.
1: I'd either be working with my dad at his jewelry that's store. That's what he said. That Or I'd be in like a marketing department somewhere. Because I do, I've, I have big ideas. That's you, what I've said it a million times. Shoop.
0: We have a guy here yeah. that's his only job: ideas.
1: Yeah, and you don't have to like. I don't like doing the detail stuff, the planning, even though I do it a lot for the show. But I would just, I'd give out ideas, and then I'd have other people work. I'd be like, "This is a great idea. You should all make it happen."
0: It's like farting and getting out of the elevator. Yeah, exactly. That's what you do with your ideas.
1: Um, so <laughs> I guess so. Uh, but we have made it this far. It's been a crazy journey, and honestly. One of the things, because there were some tough times uh, between last May and this year where we were moved to, from station to station. There were times where we weren't on a station. We didn't really know what was happening. There we was were a ne- time
0: where I sat on my floor
1: and cried. We were never <laughs> technically fired from My Heart Radio, but no. we were put on the shelf for a little bit. Yeah, we were here benched. And, there. and the one Not thing. Not because we were bad. No, the one thing that we kept doing and the one thing that kept uh, keeping our spirits up was this podcast and the people who listened. So Absolutely. thank you through the five years for hanging out with us.
0: We did get an email from Christy. She said, hey, Carla Marie and Anthony, I'm catching up on some episodes of My Day Friday, and I'm excited for your new morning show to start. So this was right before it started. I just wanted to tell you both how incredibly impressed I am with you. I found the Elvis Duran show back in 2011 and loved you both. I followed you to Seattle in the whole journey that has brought you to this point. I absolutely adore you both. Your friendship is so genuine. You guys have busted your asses to get to where you are now, and you deserve only great things. You're killing it out there, and I just want to let you know that you have always happened a fan in Illinois. Oh, what up? I'm rooting for you both. Love and positive vibes, and you both look great, Christy. Thank you, you, look Christy. Great, Christy. you, look great, You
1: um, look great. And, of course, you can always email us if you want. MyDayFridayShow at Gmail. I can't speak. Why?
0: Because this whole... No coffee thing.
1: Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that. So, first off, we also, I think you're also a little tired because you went to Dan and Shay last night.
0: Yeah. And Dan's my friend.
1: (laughs) Okay. Cool. Yeah.
0: We messaged on Instagram. So cool. All
1: right. Now, explain your diet. I know we talked about it on the morning show. Okay.
0: So, I went to my doctor and did a blood test to check my food intolerances. And we also did an allergy test in the office. So, the dumbed down version of how I'm going to mess this up, but an intolerance is. A lot of times, something that in, uh, upsets your insides, maybe digestive, or it could also affect your skin as well. An allergy is completely different. Okay. So, an allergy does have a direct effect onto something. Does not mean if you have an allergy, you drop dead if you eat that food. Some yeah. people, yes. Not me, in my cases. So, we did an intolerance test. It came back. that The thing I'm most allergic to is kidney beans. Like, pretty far off the chart.
1: How often do you eat kidney beans? I
0: don't, but I'm allergic to all beans also. So... That makes sense for times when I eat things and I want to die. So yeah. That
1: does sound pretty rough.
0: Yeah. So kidney beans, I also found out I have an intolerance to coffee beans. So I'm like, oh man, I drink coffee every day. That's bad. She's like, yeah, you should cut back or not drink it at all. I'm like, okay, that's fine. Then I find out I have an intolerance to gluten, wheat, um cranberry. So what do you actually eat? Basically, it seems like I can follow whole 30. Minus just like cranberry, blueberry, and radishes. Okay. So I should be okay there.
1: Now, what about, what are you gonna do about french fries?
0: Well, here's that. That's a whole nother test. We did the allergy test. They literally pricked my arms. It was crazy. She pricked my arms with all these foods, is what it is. Like you get it injected on your skin. Okay. I'm also side of the intolerance, allergic to coffee. Like I have an allergy. So.
1: And you've been drinking it for how long?
0: My whole life. Literally since I was a kid, I would have decaf coffee. That's still
1: yeah, It's still coffee beans. Exactly. Yeah. So I think I don't that, know anything about whatever. coffee.
0: Sure, it is. So something like that I have an allergy to could be affecting my body pain.
1: So is this possibly because you? I know we've talked about it forever. Your back pain. Yep. And could this be affecting that? Maybe your yes. back gets better in a week or two.
0: Yeah, and I also have an allergy to peanuts. Peanut butter is one of my favorite foods.
1: So between French fries, peanut butter, and coffee, peanut butter.
0: Off the charts, five out of five, allergic to whole potatoes. So, yeah, French fries.
1: That's insane.
0: But, okay, it sucks, but at the end of the day, it's like, don't I want to feel better? Don't I want my body to not be in pain? So I talked to my chiropractor about it, and he's like, at the very minimal it could be causing inflammation. There are so many more things that this food could be causing to make your body hurt. Like it That's could, crazy. There's so many more things. So I've got two months of detoxing.
1: Have you been, no, you've been on it for two days? Have you been actually good with it?
0: Absolutely. I had a chocolate chip cookie last night at a concert because that was like all I could have. Mm-hmm. And I know it has dairy. Oh, completely no dairy unless it's cheddar cheese. So the chips, the chocolate chips, yeah, I was like, all right, this could be dairy, but whatever. And I'm slight intolerance to sugar cane so if there's sugar obviously there was but I had no choice so I needed to eat something
1: well yeah that was so when we went to the Dan and Shay yeah. concert that was uh, my best option it's in a theater that's over 100 years old so the concessions they didn't have popcorn they didn't have anything it was like Reese's M&Ms <gasps> and don't. cookies please what
0: the Reese's is a
1: sensible. <laughs> you know though, and I was gonna tweet something I was gonna be like man the Paramount is such a weird theater like they don't really have any amenities and then I thought to myself I looked at my Twitter feed, and I've just been complaining for two weeks. Well, that's what Twitter's for. Is isn't what, what we did use you use it for. And I, try, I try so hard. Can I
0: read your tweets in your?
1: Yeah, of course. Here. Uh, let me pull it up.
0: So the funny part about the Paramount, this ancient theater in Seattle, is that we get there last night. Anthony's like, man, I love this theater. It's so cool. And we were there with it English cool. Evan it from does. our show. And Evan and I are standing there at one point, And we hear Anthony from behind us go, I hate this place. It sucks.
1: <laughs> the the amenities stink. But the theater itself, the construction of it's cool. So here's my I long have your, rant. I have the oh, internet. You do? Okay. So my long rant from April 9th. Do you okay. have that? Oh, my God. There was like multiple. You need a thread. Yeah. Okay, Anthony. And normally I will. I'm going to qualify this real quick or give it a little disclaimer. Right. I normally try not to use. Twitter to complain because so many people do it. It's like, eh, my flight's delayed. FU Delta. It's like, no, things happen. Yeah.
0: So Anthony says on April 9th, can't believe I'm tweeting about this again, but here's the story. I used the TD Bank app to try and send a family member some money. They froze my account for suspected fraud. I called immediately to handle the situation and was told it would take a few days to clear. I waited and still nothing, called again, was told to wait a few days, still nothing, called a third time, was told I needed to get back to a branch in New Jersey, I live in Seattle, to clear it up. I made time when going to a funeral to stop by in New Jersey, brought my license, passport, and checkbook, was then told I needed my original, expired license from when I opened the account. Through all this, I missed credit card payments and had to borrow money to pay rent from me.
1: From Carla Marie.
0: And remove my eviction notice. Finally, almost 2 months later, got it unlocked and they blocked my credit card payment and rent again. Now I'm being told they can't help with my credit score, which will de- credit score which will definitely be affected even though this all started because I used the TD Bank app to attempt to send money. Bad credit, eviction notice and late fees and they do nothing. WTF.
1: Yeah? And I was and <clears throat> I will say this and I said it when they called me back cuz what TD Bank will do is they'll respond like, "Hey, direct message us and we'll figure something out." So they called me, and I told the guy on the phone, he was he's like a leadership manager or something. He's like a—when things escalate, I guess it goes to this guy, wow. Wes. And he called me, and I said, listen, I want to be 100% clear. Everyone that I spoke to was actually very nice. But and they don't tried know what help,
0: the hell they're doing. But they just
1: weren't able to do anything. I mean, the fact that— I'd rather
0: them be mean and get things done.
1: That's true. The fact that I went to a branch and gave them my information— in person. You should have
0: peed in a cup and been like, this is
1: me. And this is, a, it's not even a, a different branch. It's the same branch I opened up my account at.
0: Like, how do you, what do you got to do around this Exactly.
1: Place? And he was like, listen, I don't know what happened to the branch. They should have 100% cleared up that day because you were there with a, with a passport. And he did say, he's like, send us a copy if you have late fees and talk to your credit card company. See if your credit score has changed and we will write a letter for you that oh, wow. you can then give them. So I'd still have to do that. I will keep everyone posted because the one thing I think we don't do enough of. Is after we complain, if a company does fix it, we rarely as just a society tweet and say, hey, they helped me out, actually.
0: Uh, speak for yourself.
1: Well, I said as a society. I didn't oh. say you specifically, Carla Marie.
0: I always do. Like, I went to Office Depot last week and had an amazing experience. Good. And all I did was just, I had nothing to complain about. I just went to there and then I said, hey, Michelle at your Ballard branch in Washington is amazing. Yeah.
1: Um, so then I, I tweeted about that. They reached out. So hopefully things will be settled soon. And then... Yesterday, I had to tweet out another complaint. Do you have that, Carla? Yeah. Murray?
0: It's a screenshot of a canceled order from Adidas. Adidas. Yes. It says, well, this is a first. I ordered these two weeks ago. Why are they canceled? Also, the term successfully canceled is misleading since I didn't want them canceled.
1: That's what threw me off a little bit. I got a, an email from Adidas and I ordered the Game of Thrones Adidas, the Targaryen ones, which are black with a red thing in the front. And it said, Your order has been successfully canceled. And I thought to myself, I didn't ask you to cancel it. This is not a success.
0: No, but you need you're not tweeting properly. Like you didn't put the term successfully canceled needs to be in quotes when you're typing. God, this is why, why you it don't have to be in
1: quotes. Because
0: you're quoting them.
1: Oh. Okay.
0: You're even a bad, bad tweeter.
1: Adidas didn't uh, respond, though. Not yet, at least.
0: I've tweeted at them because the Adidas I have have holes in them. I'm wearing them right now, and I've tweeted them, and they've done nothing about it. And I've tried to submit through their customer service, and every time I submit, it says, page can't load. Huh. So you know what, Adidas? Suck it.
1: Nike does respond pretty often. I'll give them that. I've tweeted at Nike and been like, hey, I was in the app, and it canceled it, and I wasn't able to get the sneakers. And they'll respond, and even if they don't have a solution, they'll say something. When was the last time you complained on social media, Carla Marie?
0: Well, probably 20 minutes ago. I just don't remember. <laughs> um, I complain all the time on social media. Well, I did post yesterday. My favorite thing is seeing someone call me Carla and watching everyone around me cringe more than I do.
1: It's Yeah, it's weird now.
0: Yeah, people don't get it.
1: So what do you want to – are we doing anything celebratory other than drinking this rosé sparkling seltzer for the Monday, Friday, 5th anniversary? S- sparkling. It's No, it's just seltzer. Isn't seltzer sparkling by default because mm-hmm. it has bubbles?
0: No. Um, tomorrow I'm going to be on a live podcast. Oh,
1: let's talk about that, actually. Yeah. So explain where you're going to be, what it's all about, because this is pretty a uh, pretty big deal.
0: So this is my first live podcast that I'm going to be a part of, but um, our friend Taylor, you may know her as Taylor Nolan from The Bachelor. She was on Nick Vial season. She was on Bachelor in Paradise. She was with Derek peth for a while if they're just trying to connect to taylor Path is a
1: weird last name
0: well she's not with him anymore so he don't matter so taylor has her own podcast called let's talk about it and since she went to school for mental health and things like that the whole podcast is based around mental health so this her, this is our live podcast and she has three guests i'm one of them and it's all different panels and i believe my panel is about like working and women in work and the different things you face in work, and comparing yourself in a world of social media. So I'm actually super nervous because wow. I don't know what to expect. I also have been stuttering so much lately that I'm really scared.
1: So you need to sleep today. Get your rest. Because that's what happens with me. The less I sleep, the more I stutter and fumble over my words. You're right. Because your brain's not functioning. You're right. You need to hydrate and sleep, and I think you'll be okay. What <sighs> Do you have, like, prep questions that you tell you the kinds of things She's going to ask you? Because no. are you being
0: interviewed? It's like a discussion, and it's live. You're coming, right?
1: Yes, I will be there. Okay. Can I boo you when you get on stage? Well, I— Can I throw tomatoes?
0: It's going to be a little weird because part of it is going to be about you.
1: Oh, that's weird. It's Should about, like,
0: men in, and, like, working with men in the workplace and having support or not support from them and whatever. So it says we are— going to talk about sharing personal struggles with mental health including navigating self-worth in media using your voice in the workplace and fighting comparison as a professional woman
1: okay let me see your phone give me whatever you just read
0: this is my slide through for the other
1: okay hold on so i'm gonna i'm gonna prep you here carla Marie.
0: because i don't
1: uh so how do you carla Marie, as a radio professional Mm -hmm. a radio and podcast host according to your bio How do you navigate self-worth in media? Have you ever had issues with self-worth?
0: Self-worth, like how you feel about yourself?
1: I would assume so, Carla. You should probably look these things up before you.
0: I would be like, can you explain self-worth? Another term for self-esteem. Okay. So...
1: How do you, yeah, have you I've had, had self esteem or self worth issues?
0: Oh, absolutely. Okay. I feel like my, I am high and low. Like I am, I've got all the confidence in the world. I don't care what anyone says. I'm going to do me and it don't matter. Okay. Everyone stay with me. And then there's days where I'm like, I'm never going to win. I'm never going to succeed. I'm never going to be the best or I'm doing everything wrong. So, how do you navigate Yeah. So, it? how do
1: you navigate, especially the lows? How do you bring yourself back up?
0: You kind of have to look at your highs and realize, okay, I am capable of something. People obviously believe in me because I work here. I'm being paid to work here. people didn't believe in me, no matter what job you have, you'd be fired.
1: Okay. Now, let's see. How do you – it says uh, using your voice in the workplace. Mm -hmm. Other than yelling down the hall Mm -hmm. at your coworkers, Carla Marie, and making fun of your very kind, compassionate coworker, Anthony, how do you use your voice in the workplace?
0: I would probably say that I am the most – vocal person i've ever worked with or one well, you didn't work with yourself right no i don't ever hold back and i think obviously when you first start a job when i was 22 i wasn't like marching into Elvis Dern in the morning show saying oh we got to do this we got to do this but well, once, yeah,
1: you would have marched right out of there right without a job. but
0: once i'd say two years in i learned okay wait this is a different way to do this system or a different way to do this process of behind the scenes things i were was very vocal about let me try this. Let me try this. Now I'm at a point where I'll just be like, no, I'm not doing that. We should do me it an example? this way. Uh, for example, I was asked to work with a specific client this week and I said, no, I don't want to do that. And
1: But why did you say no? Why because I didn't deal?
0: think it fit my brand. And then people got pissy and I was like, I'm sorry, I'm not going to do that. I don't know what to tell you. And that's the end of the story. Like that's just where it needs to end. And I think a lot of times we feel like we have to do things because people ask us to do them. But if you're, you're going to be miserable and I literally for the last year have gotten myself into this miserable cycle of just saying yes to things when all I want to do is say no, but I feel guilty about saying no. So I'm not doing that anymore.
1: Okay. Now how do you fight um, as a woman professional or professional, whatever you are, (laughs) uh, how do you fight comparison with other women?
0: It's hard. Um, when I first got into radio, I was comparing myself to other women because the women around me were supporting me and they still are, but the women around me were supporting me. I had people like Danielle Monero. If you know her, you listen to his podcast, Lauren, who has her own morning show in Boston as well. So we were very like, there was not, we all were in our own lanes. And I think a lot of times you run into things where you're in the same lane as someone. And that's where you are comparing yourself. But we were in our own lane. So we supported each other. And okay. I saw how these women supported me. And I was like, This is great. I've got the support. I'm going to continue to do the same thing. So anytime we had new interns come in who were females, I helped them. And one of those interns then became my boss. So it just goes to show you that if you are comparing yourself and constantly bringing yourself down or bringing other women down, it's not going to work out. If I did that and then that person became my boss, how would that work out for me?
1: Okay. Have you ever been in an issue in a situation where you did have to butt heads with a, a woman that you worked with? Or was there any ever conflict that you had to resolve or anything like that? Yeah, I think... Because what you said before was that everyone had their own lane, so there really isn't a lot of friction. But I'm sure that you've worked with people who are in your lane.
0: Yeah, so... Or want to be in your lane. No, I mean, I don't, like... I think it goes back to the being vocal part. Because I can easily be vocal to any guy who works here. And they can call me a bitch all they want, but we're not going to get catty. Okay. When I am vocal in something that I care about and a female is around... It turns into, she's a bitch, she's just doing that because she's a female. Like, I've definitely gotten into those catty fights with other women. Like what?
1: What was the issue?
0: Well, I don't want to throw anybody under the bus. You don't
1: don't have to say any names.
0: If I just say, I don't...
1: I'm trying to prep you here for being in front of people. you got to give examples.
0: If there is an example of an idea or a way we should do something for the radio station or a show, whatever, and I'm like, I don't like that, it immediately is... You're attacking my idea when you're supposed to be supporting me as a woman. And no, that's not how it goes. Just because you're a woman and you have an idea doesn't mean I have to support you.
1: Doesn't mean it's a good idea.
0: Exactly. And I, I have an opinion. I'm not saying your idea is dumb. I'm just saying I don't believe in that. And I think other women take that as, well, you're being a bitch to me because you're a woman.
1: Huh. Interesting. Never really thought of that.
0: Yeah. Where I will support you. Day after day, like Zan, who works here at our station, Zan and I support each other so much, but we'll also be the one to tell each other, no, you don't have a right to complain about that. Like, we're so real with each other. And I think, yeah, you can support, but you have to be real. It's not just all sugar and freaking candy all the time of supporting other women. You have to be real and tell someone if they're doing something dumb or if something they're doing isn't the right thing. You can't just be like, yeah, I support you punching people in the face every day because you're a woman. No, you have to... Have a reason why you support that person.
1: Okay. Now and then, by the way, I think you did a pretty good job. I think you can develop some of your answers a little more mm-hmm. with some facts mm-hmm. or some examples behind them. Okay. Um, how do you feel now that you're prepped for your podcast? I think I need to understand tomorrow? what
0: self-worth is a little more.
1: Your self-value. How do you value yourself in the workplace? Do you self-worth ever struggle with it? Is the
0: opinion you have about yourself yeah. and the value you place on yourself? I mean, I don't know, like if I am I gonna look like a total butthole if I go to this thing and I'm like I think my value is pretty
1: great. No, but I think that you have... You've opened up, whether it's in the podcast or on the air, about how certain things or certain situations make you feel like you are less than you should be treated. That's true. So that's the same thing. So okay. I don't know why why you're struggling with it.
0: Like, I believe my value is great, but if someone makes me feel like it's not great...
1: Okay, so when is a time that someone made you feel like it wasn't that great? Or where they made you maybe doubt your self-worth or your self-value?
0: When I was told that... um They didn't understand my point on the show.
1: Okay. On our morning show. I would bring that up. Okay. Because you're going to be in front of people who are looking to you for advice or for examples or for life lessons. People who are going to go through the same thing that you do. By the way, you don't even have to show up at Carla Marie's podcast thing tomorrow anymore because you just heard the whole thing here.
0: (sighs) I need to take notes tonight.
1: You should. You should be prepared and go in with actual examples and stuff like that. Just prepare like you do when we are on the radio.
0: Can you give me examples of things that happened? To you? Yeah.
1: I probably could, yeah. Right now. Right now. Um, Example of what? Yeah.
0: Any of the things we talked about.
1: Okay, so self-worth, I would say you're on the right track because there are times where people expect you to be something or say that, oh, most women wouldn't answer that way. Why did you say that? Or most women wouldn't feel this way. Why do you feel that way? Or most women would want to be on Tinder getting a guy and you're not doing that. You're not talking about it so i think that there are a lot of times and that kind of falls in with the comparison thing mm-hmm. especially in radio when there are oh. there are metrics that we have to hit
0: yeah i feel like that that's a good point like i'm not comparing myself to other women rarely ever there are certain i'd say life things or for me, the, the honest one time I compare myself to women is when they have cool clothes, and I'm like, "How do they think of that? Like that's okay. so, I'm so mad. Like that's when I get mad. But I'm not the one. But that's comparing a very me. surface
1: level yeah. answer. I think what it's, happens, and I see it all the time, other is other
0: people comparing me to other women.
1: Is program direct, not program directors, but managers in general right. will say, "Oh well, this girl is posting everything she does on the weekend. How come you don't do that? Or this girl is, um." Posing as friends with all of the celebrities that come in, why don't you do that? Why don't you make people think you're friends with all the celebrities that come through? Mm -hmm. Um, And I know that I've heard it happen, and they expect you to do what everyone else is doing on social media, but then they turn around and say, but we want you to be authentic. We want you to be yourself. They just don't, they aren't happy with the self that you are portraying if it doesn't fit into their mold.
0: Yeah. But I have heard from bosses that are like, you, everything you do on social media is real yeah. and you aren't that person. You aren't being fake and we get it. So it goes both ways. Exactly. And that also is what F's with your head. It's like, all right, well, what
1: do you want? Exactly. And I think that's something you can bring up. Um, why don't I just go answer your questions for okay. you? You would be doing a good No, job. but I've also seen people who were working here in the market in Seattle who you have, who I've seen, and people have said, "Oh, this person's talking behind your back. This person is, is literally making up rumors about you, about you not liking people, or whatever, or causing issues for you in the workplace." Yeah,
0: I blocked this pro- person out. Now I remember.
1: Yeah, um, and that's something you dealt with for years. At least I think at least two years. That was torture. Exactly. So th- these are things you need to talk I forgot about. About
0: that, I forgot about it.
1: Uh, what else? I is don't there? like, and
0: that's the the great thing about my brain is that if something bad happens to me. I can literally shut it out. It is. It is probably actually bad, but I can shut out things and not remember them.
1: Okay, so you have that. You have the, thanks for
0: bringing that back.
1: Well, but these are things you need to remember. Uh, what else do we have here?
0: But that's not. But how do? Okay, now how do I go into this event and talk about how this other female terrorized my life and not sound like I'm bringing down women?
1: Well, it's the same way you could talk about how you don't support bullies, but you were bullied at some point. It's an example. It's not, you're not saying that you don't want this person to win in their own endeavors. It's just something that made your life difficult. But
0: the, and that person also wasn't like a woman who took down women. That was just a terrible person. So there's a difference.
1: Well, there was a, a, a direct attack on you, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do we yeah, have Yeah, like here? when you do
0: have a lot of self-worth and you are confident, that immediately makes you, oh, well. Pff, well, you're a th- target. Exactly. Yeah suck it is what I say. <laughs> when they ask me around, they're like, I say suck it.
1: But I think you should sit down with these thoughts and these feelings especially and like maybe try to go back to how you actually felt those days and write some notes down because that's what people essentially at the end of the day want to hear. It's why we do shallow bowl of deep questions on the air. Mm-hmm. It's because when you can explain how you felt going through something, there are people who are going through the same thing, feeling similar ways and don't know how to react, don't know how to move past whatever feelings they have and they look to you carla marie as someone who could maybe give them some insight
0: this is gonna be hard
1: it should be hard can you
0: live tweet some of my amazing quotes
1: you're probably i mean i'll just be tweeting things that i've told you to say so
0: (laughs) can i give you my twitter though can you be in charge of my social media
1: uh i can try i don't know if should i sign it as me though like because i don't want you to take a knock because i'm bad at twitter and stuff you know what i mean (laughs) I don't want people to unfollow you because I'm crappy at it. Okay. I do have a question, though, for you because this whole panel is women, right? Mm -hmm. It's Taylor, you, uh, Laura. Burkhart. Burkhart. And and Les. Would it be valuable at all? Mm -hmm. And this could be a hard no. I have no idea. Would it be valuable at all for you guys to have a guy on stage? That
0: was Taylor's original idea was to have a guy who supports women at their job. And... She wanted to do that when she went into this, and I think she was having trouble finding someone. You were the obvious choice, but I said to her, I was like, I don't I don't want this to turn into the Carlin Marie anthony show, and she's like, same thing.
1: Wait, she thought about having me on there? Yeah. So why don't I just take your spot? I'm answering all your questions <laughs> anyway.
0: Is Gordon laughing as he walks out of here? Yes. Gordon walked out of the studio and was laughing.
1: Our producer. I'm prepping you for this thing, and I got bounced. <laughs> I'm the one that's helping you practice. <laughs> yeah, you were. Man, women
0: like, in the workplace suck. <laughs> <laughs> They're sneaky bitches. Wait, okay. So, Anthony, if you're up there and it's like, okay, you obviously work with a lot of females. Yeah. You've worked with so many females in this industry. What is the main struggle you see females in the workplace going through? Um, and try not to just stick it to radio because keep in mind, no one from no, radio I is going to be done. I
1: would say there's two things. I think. Is our food here? Uh, It's almost here. It's okay. a minute away. I would say there's two things, and we'll get out of here. One is there are definitely guys, and I, I posted this on International Women's Day, who say that, oh, we're looking for strong, independent women, blah, blah, blah. But the second they come in and have opinions and have dis- and create a little bit of dissent from that hierarchy that mm-hmm. is mostly guys at this point, all of a sudden those guys don't want those strong women there or just want them to fit whatever basket that they're supposed to fit into mold they're supposed to fit into and just stay there. Um, But I will also say, and I don't know how to properly phrase this. I think I've worked with some really strong women in this industry and in a lot of industries. I think oftentimes one of the biggest concerns, and this is for, it can be for either men or women. I know people might get on me for saying this, but there are times where sometimes Women will lack the bedside manner you need to deliver some of the news you have to deliver or say some of the things.
0: I agree with you, but it's weird to think that women would lack
1: Exactly. And there there are guys who I've seen. This is a weird term to use, but like massage a situation much better than I've seen women do it.
0: Is that because we're just more direct and like there's no reason to massage a situation? No, I
1: think. No, that's not true. There's always a reason to massage a situation. If you can make a situation better, you should. Just because you're direct doesn't mean you're right. Or a and just because you're direct doesn't mean you are – you always – my thing, and I've said this in a million different ways, is no matter what your goal is, empathy should be the key. Even if you're firing someone, empathy should be the key. You have to put yourself in that person's situation and say, how can I make this even a tad bit better for the crappy news that I'm going to deliver? Or if I have to give someone harsh criticism, how can I make this a little softer? Because I think not only is it the right thing to do person to person, but it also, I believe – Helps the person retain your information a little better. Instead of just saying, hey, you're doing this wrong. You're an idiot. Let me do it. It's, hey, I know that you're working really hard on this, blah, blah, blah. And I think you can soften the blow a little bit. Um, And in some – and very few, by the way. This is a small percentage. But if we're going with a good and a bad, Mm -hmm. I think there's a lot of things that women go up against every day in the workplace. I think that's one of the things they can sometimes work on themselves. Because everyone has things to work on themselves. Guy, girl.
0: Give me a situation where someone – this happened to you because a female was not. Um,
1: the one massaging. thing that sticks out in my head is someone who I, I I respect a lot. Oh, our food's here. Um, I respect a lot, but she sometimes just says things without thinking about emotion or what anyone else is doing. And I remember there was one time we were going. Is and that
0: like, just her as a person or all females though? That's where no, I think we I, all get caught
1: up. Of course. No, I said, and I said, it's a small group of people that do, that do this. And it's one thing that a lot of, not a lot. That some women can work on. But I was walking to uh to the bathroom and there was a meeting going on. And she literally grabbed me by the shoulder and said, come to this meeting. And I said, I'm going to the – first off, don't effing grab my arm. Because if I did that to a woman in the right. workplace and yanked her arm to tell her to go to a meeting, there's a good chance I'd be fired. Right. And I was like, no, get off of me. I'm going to the bathroom. I'll be at the meeting when I'm done and that hmm. was it. and it was it's the one thing that pops out into my head it's a very specific scenario obviously. Hmm. um but no i will say mostly and granted i've been in radio forever at this point i'd say that women have a harder time than men in general. <laughs> women have less things to work on than men do. yeah. um but we can always every Everyone. single human can work on being better. yep. so
0: as a person. all right. well damn we adulted the hell out of this 5 year
1: podcast. Woo! I don't even know how we got down that road. Uh, But, yeah, are people tickets still available for your podcast tomorrow? Yes, you can
0: go to my Instagram story, swipe up, or just go to Eventbrite and just look up Seattle Podcast.
1: All right, go check that out. I don't know if I rambled too much at the end of that. It's okay. All right. Thank you so much. Five years strong. Thank you. Whether you were here the first podcast or this is your first podcast, thank you very much for hanging out with us. Peace out.